0: Pump your froggers! Move into the beat. Move into the beat. Move into
1: the beat. We are here at the wild world of wizards. Wizards? I mean.
2: Idioms. Don't be an idiom. There you go. Albert can't remember sometimes what the focus of this podcast is. I'm just drifting off into my imagination. Welcome to Don't Be an Idiom. My name is Ryan. I'm Albert. This is my trusty companion, Alberto.
1: How's it going, buddy?
2: It's going uh, yeah. But it's whatever.
1: By the time this episode comes out, yeah, it will be the last weekend of the summer.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Albert and I are we're teachers. Uh, Albertson Elementary School teacher. I'm a high school teacher. And the summer's coming to an end. And... It's going to be rough going back. Right. <laughs> a the
1: grim goodness. affair. And if you're, if you're not a teacher, you're probably like, oh, what the fuck? You have to, most of us have to work every single day. We know. And we just really appreciate what we got, and it's hard to say <laughs> goodbye to it.
2: it. Especially this time around. We're trying to appreciate it for everyone. Speaking of appreciation, um... I appreciate you showing up tonight. Thanks. It was a close call. (laughs) Uh, Actually, I'm the one that almost didn't get here in time because I had to pick my parents up from the uh, airport. Because he's such a good son. And then I I forgot their house key. And so I had to break into their house.
1: Well, it's funny, like, and I get this, but they also didn't bring their house key. And you would think, like, okay, you leave the house you have your keys. But also, it's like, who wants to worry about losing your keys? Yeah,
2: don't worry. You know? Short sure. and you know we have a spare. Ryan will will right. bring the spare.
1: You need a you need a hide key one of those rocks.
2: Oh yeah, I, I may, have one that looks like a stump. But. I may have taken the hide a key key and that mm-hmm. was the problem. There you go. <laughs> you there never you go. take the key away from the hide key. Right.
1: Well, we well after you use it, you got to get another one.
2: Uh, yeah. But right.
1: Because yeah. <laughs> now it's
2: just a fake rock. Right. 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 An empty hide key rock is just...
1: And it's going to confuse all the squirrels. <sighs> oh, God,
2: squirrels. You know, squ- my parents feed squirrels so much that they come yes. to the glass window and they put their hands on the window. They look in the house like, hello, yeah. wild. Where's
1: my freaking peanut?
2: Where's my freaking peanut? Is that,
1: is that what your mom gives her peanuts?
2: Yeah, they bought peanuts, yeah.
1: That's so cute. That's like those, uh, when we were in the Badlands and the, uh, what are those guys called? Those little groundhoggy type things.
2: Uh, what are those? They're not
1: meerkats. They're,
2: They're chubbier than that. Chubbier prairie than dog. prairie dogs. Prairie exactly. dogs. Prairie dog. Yeah, you can feed them, right? They they want you to feed them peanuts. <laughs> um, Albert. So Albert uh got his picture taken today.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I I like to sit out front and read in the summer for to get a little sunshine, so you don't get
2: as depressed. Oh, you're so right theory. in the morning,
1: you know because that could just start a whole cycle get up cartoon cereal sugar crash sleep again i'm so depressed cartoon <laughs> yeah cartoon <laughs> um so yeah i've been sitting outside and uh while i was reading the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy which i am loving mm, by science the science fiction uh this guy is like hey man uh, i like your vibe do you mind if i take your picture and i was I like, like
0: your vibe i
1: know i was like Totally dude, like what should I do? And he's like, just keep reading. And then I was like, I was pretending to read and I was like, okay, how do I sit
2: when I read? oh uh, you're not supposed to you're supposed to stop thinking.
1: And then I was like, okay, pretend to read. And then I was like, no, just read. And, then, you know, and then I was like, but I can't know the letters like make any sense right now. And then I heard it like click and I was like oh, oh,
2: oh. I feel like if this was a movie, the letters on the book would just start to rise into the air and, like, yeah. scatter. Like a, and you're trying to read it. Yeah. What's, what's words? Or it just,
1: like, sw- swirls around and it's like, you're a failure.
2: <laughs> exactly. You can't even pretend
1: to read.
2: <laughs> you can't even pretend to read. Pathetic.
1: <laughs> so anyway, and then, you know, he asked me what my name is and I, I tell him. And then oh, I was like, nice. what's yours? And he's like, Mochi. And I was uh, like, I
0: love thing. that
1: dessert. And he's like, cool, man. You know. So apparently we're neighbors. And uh, Mochi uses a real film camera. And he is going to add me to his Instagram. Ooh. So if anybody wants to keep keep <laughs> the lookout for uh, his Instagram is mochi on film. All one word. Yeah. And uh, once and he gets gonna that be on film there developed, someday. you're going to see me oh. in my red basketball Pretending shorts, to read. My Crocs and my Taylor Swift tanked up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> pretending to read. Okay. And we can all judge you on how well you're pretending to read. Actually. Knowing full well that you were not reading. Dude, and you know, it's not like he can be like, oh man, are you okay with me
1: posting this? Because he doesn't know my phone number. It's like.
2: Yeah. What
1: if it's bad?
2: It's going to be bad. <laughs> now, Albert always looks cool. That's his thing. He's like, hey, look so cool. <gasps> Right, as sorry. long as Albert doesn't <laughs> exhale, he looks cool. But as soon as he yeah. starts breathing normally, yeah. he looks real dumb. Yeah. Um, All right. Yo, we got
1: some other stuff, too. We want to talk. We want to say, what's up, Dave? Welcome back to America.
2: Yeah. Dave is my friend. He... Um,
1: our friend now.
2: Oh, sorry. But he's
1: definitely more yours.
2: You're right. He's our friend. But Do you have his phone than. number?
1: Mm, I don't know.
2: Oh. Oh, well,
1: WhatsApp, maybe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, he, um, he was teaching in Thailand this last year, and... He supposedly listened to one of our episodes where Albert talks about the the history of the white elephant yes. phrase, and so he used the the information that he learned listening to our podcast yes. and, and taught t- his, uh, his students students. Real children, he's like, "Hey, we're learning in Thailand. Here's some yeah. cool in Thai information, Thai formation."
1: Man, that is good. What if that was like? What if that like information was like not allowed? Like somehow the king was like, I don't like you talking about the white elephant.
2: You know what? He would kind of have a German accent because Dave told us the current Thai king. Kind of a German accent. I totally forgot
1: what German sounds like. I don't
2: know exactly what that accent was, but it was like, it was like kind of. That's why. Because he Western Europe going east.
1: (laughs) Um. I'm I'm
2: going. I'm trying to create the unidentifiable accent. You're getting closer every single episode. So, so, but with the current Thai king, he, Dave was telling he us that he, in, he like spends most of his time in Germany, getting
1: massages and stuff.
2: Well, or like he's like he's he oh, dying of AIDS. I'm going to cut that. Wait, why? Oh. I forgot. Dave did say something about that.
1: Yeah. Dying of AIDS. <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a, the country thinks that he might be dying of AIDS because there's that really great AIDS hospital in Germany.
2: Oh yeah. So we're uh, not, we're not. Oh, I, you we, know what? When you said that, I was like, Jesus man, an no, AIDS joke. No,
1: but, I mean.
2: But if it, the Thai king might actually have secret AIDS, I was just imagining the Thai king hearing this eventually and us getting like, yeah, you know, he's you know, like, well, we don't live in Thailand, but he's, he's
1: like, get them. <laughs> Yeah, so you know that's that that could spread out there the the history of the white elephant.
2: Well, good. Uh, I'm glad that. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening, Dave. That's yeah, cool. Dave,
1: that is very cool because you're cool.
2: Oh, he's got he's got that nice hair.
1: Nice hair, fine physique, that's positive been... attitude. Uh,
2: Dave's not positive.
1: No, no, no. He is. Po- he's like no, no. He doesn't say. He says like dark stuff yeah but, he does that's but why i like him he's got a good energy and it oh. sounds positive
2: okay oh, like he's like being
1: funny or something
2: you know what that's awesome like having having positive energy but saying dark things yeah i feel like for me people are that's like it. you don't have positive energy and it's and then you say dark things yeah. and everything just feels like black slime
1: <laughs> and you don't have positive energy shit <laughs> no, I know. That's what I mean. Like, the way he does it, like, when I get when I get dark and yeah. depressing, I feel, like, old, sad, sleepy. Mm-hmm. But Dave does it, and he's, like, healthy uh-huh. and, like, funny.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Like, and he looks like he do, like, a backflip while he's being dark.
2: No one has ever said that about no, the, we either are, of us.
1: We're, we like... It affects us too deeply. <laughs> we we don't know how to deal with it well, like Dave. Yeah, Dave, it, you got to teach us how to. It's deal like with this. we're
2: made of crumbling paper mache when we're talking. Yes, yes, and it is wet, right? But crumbling, right? Can something crumble when it's wet, or is that like a dusty?
1: Ooh. it can mold. I know that. It can All get right,
2: moldy. All right, so we're talking too much, but um, yes, we are. Okay, we, we do have to set the record straight. I said that the fjord was a piece of land last episode. That is not true. Fjord is actually water. <laughs> right it's like the water that comes in and right it's like made by glacial formations but it has
1: to have something to do with the way that it interacts with the land right well
2: sure yeah so it's, it's, you're not that wrong i yeah, i feel like i'm 50 percent wrong
1: yeah but you're not 100 percent wrong <laughs>
2: okay. you know like yeah, yeah, it yeah. can't
1: exist without the other
2: yeah you're right it's a, a symbiotic relationship yeah. that water and land thing anyway fjord is really about the water touching the land yeah it's in like, inappropriate it's like, ways. like a
1: delta right or a gulf like yeah
2: yeah
0: but
1: but like you know i would like to poll some people and be like but what part is the gulf what part is the fjord is it the land or the water when, or how they interact when does a tell fjord them.
2: become a sea
1: when does it become sea
2: like when did, when do you go that's no longer a fjord that's the sea now
1: oh that's like how yeah i don't yeah like how far away does it have to be from the land I don't know. These are all very important <laughs> questions, but we don't have time for them. Final. Um, oh no, no, we have another. Right, this s- is
2: an idiom show, <clears throat>
1: right? True. Uh, we have another. Set the record straight, Bub.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: when we were working last show, I started talking about Harry Truman, uh, and and uh, that his name placard said "Show me," and uh, he's from Missouri. And then he's Bub was like, "You missed a little nugget of information." that uh Missouri is the show me state. So all I right. should have followed that, that trail a little bit longer there.
2: Thanks, Bub. Yeah, that thank is you, some Bob. good you and everyone, you can email us extra thoughts that you're having or extra information we're leaving out. Don't be an idiot at gmail.com. You can be like, "Hey idiots, you forgot to say this." Yeah, and if, that's okay.
1: If you we'll, write anything, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but right now, you guys Bub's doing all the work here. So
2: come on. <laughs> <laughs> Bub's is really he's really putting forth some effort. Yeah. Um, and uh I think that's it. I was just about to say something.
1: Well, I know what we have we at least before we start the show, we have to give a shout out to Big Rick Spears.
2: Yeah, he's we the, were talking about his, uh his statue of Alti. The Altamaha Um sea monster in Darien County, Georgia. It was in a, one of our Dubia Monster Which episodes. We visited. we visited there, and one of our favorite parts was how beautiful this model was, and it's like 10 feet high. And, like, just the colors are really realistic. Yeah. And uh, we reached out to him and, uh, dude, got back, like,
1: really quick. In the, a flash. Very. The, the positive the positive energy yeah, radiating all of the.
2: I know. It, yeah. we, we got a lot of positive energy, yeah. I feel like, in the last few days. But, I, I but, think he's
1: a monster fan.
2: He definitely loves monsters. Um, just because he lo- loves dinosaurs so much. He's, like, made so many for um, different, like, exhibits and, yeah. and uh and uh, I, yeah, man. I think we, he, well, did a, he did a fantastic job on the Altie monster. Altie's awesome. But check him out at um Yeah, his T
1: Rex uh, is very impressive as well.
2: So that brings. We should probably <laughs> move on here. <laughs> yeah, and uh, wrap up that top of the show, and we're gonna play our game, which determines which one of us is going to. Present our idiom to the show first. We each have an idiom day. We're going to give you that origin story. But who is going to go first? What do you got for us, Game Master?
1: All right, we have
0: Game Master.
1: We have a birthday gift that I got from Laura Fitzgerald, and she got me this great game called The Punderdome. I like
2: the name, Punderdome. I,
1: yes. Okay. Puns are very fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea with this game is that you draw a, a white card and a green card. Okay. it's going to be two different ideas on there, and you have, to, you have 90 seconds to try to come up with a punny-type saying or okay. something. Okay. And at the end of 90 seconds, whoever's got the best one or funniest one or... Whatever wins.
2: All right, great. All right. So, <clears throat> want to so do we each look at the same card?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm okay. going to I'm going to pull two cards right. and uh, at random and here we go. the two words that we have to make a pun of are car parts and baking. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> you started writing so fast that I thought that <laughs> I needed to write a lot and fast and it is. It's so bad. I'm in, I'm really embarrassed. All right. All right so, so just,
2: just as a re, I've I, I definitely fast forwarded the time. It's passed, but um, just so you know, so the 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 words are car parts and baking. We need to make a pun out of those. Those whoever has the funniest pun wins. Albert, this mine are really bad. It's embarrassing. How many to- do you have? Three.
1: Oh my God! You're only allowed to submit one.
2: I, was, I I wrote them down. No, though. you
1: should write, you should read all three.
2: No, no, I'm just going to. No, 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 I want to know so, them all now. But how many did you write? One long
1: one, but it's so bad. Oh, it's so right. bad.
2: So why don't you go? What's your pun?
1: All right, the car parts and baking, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I boiled my husband in motor oil and <laughs> baked his bumper buns for breakfast. What?
2: How is that a pun? That's insane. Why is it a sentence? (laughs) I I just wrote down um, head bites, as in like headlight bites. I get it. (laughs) And I was imagining, you know, like bright yellow cupcake. Yeah, you're not
1: allowed to explain it.
2: Head bites.
1: I get it. It's already better than mine.
2: I also wrote down muffler cupcake, which is in a bun. <laughs> What? and a uh, bread brempfer like bumper bread and bumper <laughs> Brempter <laughs> Wow! Neither of us should be allowed to go first. <laughs> no, I I kind of agree. Yeah, yeah, why don't you go first? Bumper buns. I, that, that, yours is way more interesting than mine. To be fair.
1: I don't think we could put that on the air.
2: It's going on the air, and uh, all right, Albert. I'm going to say Wait, that you. My, my, my.
0: I'm
2: going to say that Albert won that. It's. Uh, um, I don't feel like a winner. No. What's that word that's the opposite of a winner? Fucking, fucking loser. Fucking definitely.
1: <laughs> all right, but I'll I'll take.
2: Yeah, you go I'll first. Take that. I feel like oh, yours guys. is more interesting, at least. So.
1: It is a fun game, though. All right, mm-hmm. here we go. So, uh, you know, right? I would say that don't be an idiom, is going like gangbusters.
2: Going like gangbusters. Great. <laughs> I,
1: Wait, have you never heard that before? I have heard of gangbusters, okay. but like, I there just, was a movie that they used I to say to used it. all the time. And I, I was trying to find the quote and I couldn't.
2: Going like gangbusters. Um, I think it's ghostbusters actually. Is it, is it, um, does that mean, is the definition like to move at something quickly or like, in a good steady pace
1: oh yeah by the way this is the part of the show where we guess the meanings of the other person's idiom no if but it's your first time
2: but it's we actually go over the definition first No, but you, you guess the you're guessing the meaning i'm going to but we, we haven't gone over the definition yet
1: that's the meaning right
2: oh yeah right like I, so i like my origin
1: oh no, no but no you're good <laughs> so ryan's guessing the meaning And he's saying to go at something quickly? Is that what it was?
2: Uh, Yeah, yeah, at a a brisk pace. Brisk pace.
0: Okay,
1: so when you say something's going like gangbusters, it really just means it's going very well. It's like it's doing well, right? But that's not actually where the phrase started. Okay. The original uh, version of the phrase is coming on like gangbusters. Coming on like gangbusters. In fact, the... Like, the way that it turned into, like, going like Gangbusters, it feels kind of like the uh, whole, like, sell them like hotcakes kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it's just, like, something that's doing well. great. Like, you know, people want it or something. Sure. Okay. But coming on like Gangbusters is a little different. And you had mentioned something being, like, speedy or yes yeah. or something like that. And what the original uh, saying was it meant with uh, great initial excitement, speedily. Mm-hmm. So you got that part. Strong start or an immediate success.
0: Oh, uh, okay.
2: Yeah. All right. So, so, so w- the, so I'm really guessing the origin of coming on like gang ba- gangbusters. That's,
1: that's where it started. Yeah, coming so on like gangbusters. So your- and
2: that means it's an energetic beginning energetic and beginning, it's yeah. going well. So,
1: that's where you're going to get a be- the best clue from yeah okay so that's what Ryan's trying to do right now if it's your first time listening he's gonna try to guess <laughs> the origin the origin of the idiom
2: all right so hmm 1890 1880s 1890s in, in New York City there were a lot of gangs right everyone Maybe. was competing for turf and um, I'm thinking of like gangs in New York Oh God, I love that movie. Oh, I cannot remember like a lot of like the specific details, like the names of the gangs. Or oh, I like that the plug
1: fuck oh, the Dead say. Rabbits. What else? <clears throat> the Chichestals.
2: Wow, there's so many good names. But anyway, there's all these these gangs, and there's a sheriff in town who clearly has no. He cannot control all of these these uh, early. New York City gangs like the walls are barely hanging on by threads and everyone's like what, is,
1: what I'm like gonna, why don't you talk to my Tommy gun <laughs> yeah I mean
2: that was probably a few years later <laughs> the Tommy gun stuff but but there was one sheriff um well, uh Sheriff Humphrey 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 Roberts Sheriff right. Humphrey right. Roberts and, and he was like he's like ah oh, we You know, I've been. I've. You know, I'm gonna be. People are gonna be talking about me one day because I'm in charge of this city and keeping the peace. And everything I do is just derided, day in, day out. No one takes me seriously. Right. And he's like, but I'm gonna show them what I can do. I can bust them. They will not forget the wrath of them gangs of Humphrey Roberts. Yeah. So wrath
1: of Humphrey Roberts. Yes.
2: So. Uh, it sounds so like
1: a really nice ballad.
2: It this could be a good ballad, hey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he he gathers his his finest, um, you know, cop men. I'm assuming there were no women allowed on the force back then. No, I don't think so. Ago. And they they sang a ba- the- they sang a ballad. There was a gang, you know, war happening, and they were like, <laughs> "We are stopping this right here, right now." And they were like. This is the wrath of home free. and like they, everyone like imagine yes. 150 cops singing that walking towards the gang fight. And
1: are they also blasting away with their shotguns? Like
2: they're like, yeah, they because
1: that would be fucking awesome in
2: unison, and they're just like stomp, stomp, yeah. stomp, out of wild men, stomp, 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 stomp. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Man, that would show them, and. Boom! That it was like the first time the cops won. They they busted the gangs. They like separated them. They handcuffed the, the you know the big the big guys the like the, the bosses. bosses yeah the bosses they got all the bosses and then everyone is looking on like whoo dog coming on like the gangbusters you know yes. I hope I start my day as good as as yes. these fellas right here
1: right man that would be quite a sight. And to like reference it that way to be like, yeah, I'm coming on the gangbusters. Like, you saw how they killed all those people last night with such energy.
2: Precisely. That's how yeah, I feel right that, now. Exactly.
1: Man, that's cool. That's a good origin. Is that right? No. Oh. It's not right. Okay. Um, I mean, but yeah, I, you, the gang part.
2: Uh huh. You know, this gang
1: stuff. Okay, you know, this gang stuff. In what boss. I'm about to talk about.
2: All right. So, the, the first thing. That you, is this an American phrase?
1: Yes. Which <laughs> <It> is. <laughs> Uh, the first thing that you need to know is like, well, what is a gangbuster actually? So it's a law enforcement officer who is actively engaged in breaking up criminal groups. Okay. So that's what your people what it, were trying to do.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: Um, but the reason that people started saying this phrase coming on like gangbusters is because it it comes from an American uh, radio program, and uh,
2: you find a lot of the radio programs. You know.
1: Ones. I noticed that, and I'm not. I'm not trying to. <laughs> Albert
2: loves the radio. Talk radio. I mean, it is such a... Well, you know, it's like it's kind of what we're
1: doing. I think mm-hmm. maybe I'm maybe I'm becoming the radio.
2: Oh. I'm
1: drawn to other radio-like things.
2: Yeah. So so this started there.
1: So, yeah. So what you're going to find out is that there is this popular radio show called Gangbusters. Um, and this is how they promoted it as the only national program that brings you authentic police case histories. Ooh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, that would work really well today with all the everyone's into the well, true crime. And things. that's the thing.
1: So, so, in the 1930s, they were making these true crime like comics for mm-hmm. the first time. And, yeah. and, um, and there was like, this is when people first were, were getting uh, interested in all this. Yeah. So, this was a really good idea to make this radio program, in my opinion. So, um, that show ran from uh, January 15th, 1936. To November twenty seventh, nineteen fifty seven. Twenty-one years. It was it's a good on run the air. Now, for a brief amount of time before that show came on, um, the this the same uh, writers they started a show on the radio called G Men. G-Man. So that's kind of like the the pre, the pre precursor to the gangbusters, which so, I'm going to talk so more about. So G-Men stood for
2: gangbusters.
1: Well, actually, so G-Men, I was like, I kept seeing this in different things, like different FBI stuff. I was mm-hmm. like, what the heck does that actually mean? No, so said, it's a government
0: man.
2: Oh, yeah. a G-Man. Yeah. I like that though.
1: I know. I know. Like, yeah. So yeah. I, I learned something today too. <laughs>
2: okay, that's the point.
1: Government men. All right. So in the initial show, here was the plan. This was called G-Men. They actually got in touch with the FBI and they wanted to use real cases and then just reenact them in radio dramas. So they actually had to get everything cleared by J. Edgar Hoover. What? All the way to the top, Yeah, all the way to the top because he was super paranoid about um, them... Like how they were portrayed release, or something. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, he wanted like it was all about like the image of the police officer. Yeah, and also he was like, all right, you can only use closed cases because he's not gonna like not gonna have anything that's not solved. So, oh, that, sure. so that they look incompetent, you know? Yeah. Um. So so it was a really big deal. So that was one of the things. It's like it either had to be a, the whole script and everything had to be approved by J. or Hoover or a top aide. Um. But uh, the other thing is is that. The very first show that they did of this was all about uh, John Dillinger.
2: Oh, cool! So they like
1: started off with a really big.
2: I'm sure, was he already cool famous one. at this point?
1: I believe he was because in the by the time that the um, episode came out, again it had to be a case that was closed. He was shot and killed. Yeah. <laughs> so like it was a, it was like a win for. Uh, for the cops. Yeah. Okay. Now I got a little confused about the John Dillinger story because wasn't there also the wasn't there a Dillinger that jumped out of the plane or something? Who's the guy that robbed the bank and then like jumped out of the plane? And no one ever found him again.
2: Oh, is that's... that
1: is that another Dillinger or my no, I'm it's not Dillinger. It's a different it name. Okay.
2: Although, um, you know that you know the Marvel TV series Loki. It's like one of the yeah. the uh, one of the Avenger villains. Yeah. Um, they do this. Thing in they're like he was Loki was actually that guy.
1: Oh, he's really
2: like, yeah. Like in the show in that universe, yeah, he was the dude that did that, and that's awesome. how he got away with it. And awesome, yeah.
1: Well, well, whoever that is, I'm glad <laughs> I looked it up because that is not what that was not the fate of John Dillinger.
2: <laughs> he was <Good>. killed. Oh, <laughs> uh, right, he's
1: gunned down. All right, so Hoover himself. That's right. So, uh so the show was a, uh, was a hit. The public liked it in general, but there was some um, people that were kind of like, oh, this is so um, sensationalizing of like, you know, like all this, you know, I mean, I mean, it's like crime and murder. I mean, it's exactly what we
2: do today with TV series and stuff, right? Absolutely. But this
1: was like the beginning, right? you know, so there's a lot of people were offended too. So apparently Hoover didn't like that and he really almost canceled everything right away. So yeah. He was basically really difficult to work with. So this show was only on the air for three months. The G Men show,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and after that, they decided they're like, all right, we're not just going to use FBI cases, so that like Hoover is He's always always, like, always breathing down yeah. our back. Um, they opened Let's it. Open up. it up. They opened it up to all the you know police, you know civil, criminal like criminal cases and stuff like that, um, all over. Yeah, but it's all still real stories that they really enact. Cool. And that was that was they changed the name to Gangbusters. Then.
2: Gangbusters, um,
1: and that was the one that ran for twenty one years.
2: All right, so that's how it got stuck in everyone's head.
1: Yes, so that's that's what made it such a big deal. Now you might say though, like, well, why is it coming on like Gangbusters? Mm-hmm. It's because the opening of the show had this crazy um, like barrage of sound effects, like police whistles Just like a cacophony and cacophony guns of, and dogs yeah. barking and tires squealing and it, it really is like it's very loud and it's very uh, ear catching Wow! so that is what the reference comes to is like
2: giving sounds of the show right the moment the radio show is on it's coming on like
1: that's coming on like It's like it's this big fast like intense successful thing
2: yeah yeah oh so
1: uh what I did is I actually just grabbed the soundbite real quick, so oh, okay, that everybody cool. could get a uh, uh, to, could hear it. So here is coming on like Gangbusters intro. And now Gangbusters.
2: Gangbusters presented in cooperation with police and federal law enforcement departments throughout the United States. The only
0: national program that brings you authentic police case histories. <laughs>
2: God. All right, so that's... I'll, t- I'll tell you what—that is a racket. <laughs> right. That's a racket.
1: I mean, I would have to imagine too that, like, back then when it's all radio, like, that's probably the loudest thing that's that's going on. I feel like I that's feel like, like heavy was, metal. Yeah,
2: right. It's like the first time heavy metal kind of yeah. got into the radio. Uh, yeah.
1: So <laughs> that is where coming on like gangbusters
2: comes from excellent thanks yeah. man yeah no problem i'm sure some of us are out there going finally i know where it comes from
1: i've heard it in a couple of movies growing up when i was a kid and i always wondered but oh mm-hmm. uh here's a couple little things about it is that it was it had some other versions it was a, a dc comic for 67 issues between 1947 and 1958
2: well, okay.
1: Um, they also did a TV version of it, which didn't last as long, on NBC. Uh, that was March 20th, 1952, All right. to October 23rd. That was it.
2: Pretty pretty short run. It was
1: short. I So I actually listened to a whole episode on, on the radio and watched a whole uh, an episode uh, from the TV show. Yeah, like, what are your thoughts? Show. Um, I got a little confused on the, the radio show. Yeah. <laughs>
2: We you having trouble imagining the um, well, action? It was, a two,
1: no, it was a two-parter called The Blonde Tigress. Yeah. Did and you listen uh, to the
2: second part only or what? No,
1: it seemed like whatever was happening in the first episode had nothing to do with the second, but <laughs> I think it's because I missed like a crucial part while oh. I was making lunch or something. <laughs>
2: okay, good.
1: But um, no, and then the, the TV one was good. It was about these like people getting robbed by this guy. And this guy... Um, pretended to be a painter mm-hmm. so that he wouldn't get arrested but that he did get arrested mm-hmm. he sent him to devil's island mm-hmm. uh, which is in like Brazil okay and they it, it, it reminds me of like an Alcatraz type place because it's like this this small island where it's 300 well first it's water then it's 300 miles of forest Wow um, that you have to get through to yeah. get to civilization that's and this a guy long way. this guy this real story he got away. He, you know what he did to, at first? He took one of those uh, reeds, like the, like a cartoon.
0: Yeah. And
2: he,
1: so he hid underwater for five days, breathing through like a reed. What? Uh, yeah. And then would like come up at night to like yeah. scrounge or whatever. Five days. Then when the, the people stopped like searching that area, uh-huh. then he moved through 300 miles.
2: Oh my God.
1: Of forest. And Breathing through the
2: reed all day is incredible. I
1: mean, it worked. That's I mean, crazy. It's it's unbelievable, like that test of... Yeah. I don't have that kind of willpower, but right. I'm bored. Send me back to jail. <laughs> yeah. But um. anyway, he robs his family. They lock him in the wine cellar. The wine cellars are tight. People, it's like a whole thing. Okay. But it was fun. I liked it.
2: All right. So you can, you can listen to these people. You can get out there.
1: Absolutely. Hear it
2: from the horse's mouth.
1: Um, and they turned it into like two feature films, which they, they took parts of the TV shows, it sounds like, and then mm-hmm. they made them into movies. But... Um, because this story was so to the point, I I have two things here for you in my fun facts section. Okay, I've got some different police uh, slang names for police officers. All right, and then I've got um, some fun facts uh, that you might not know about J Edgar Hoover.
2: Oh, okay, do, do either
1: of them feel like you'd rather hear about?
2: Well, I feel like the nicknames for police is more more relevant more relevant than okay. the Hoover stuff. But all um, right, so, oh, so let's we can do take it. the Hoover stuff too.
1: Let's do it. All right, so you've got. The word cop or copper, right? Sure. The reason that I wanted to look that up is because in the Gangbusters episode, this kid's like, I want to be a cop when I grow up. And he's like, well, don't call us cops. We don't like that.
0: Oh. I didn't realize
1: that calling-
2: That was like derogatory yes. at one point for, yeah. for cops? Well, it might still be even- <laughs> Well, maybe. I don't know what is it did you learn anything about it? So or?
1: It, there's just some there's some theory about where it comes from and they thought it was from their copper badges that they wore you call oh. them copper. But it seems like there's not really much to that. There is an Anglo-Saxon um, word cop, mm-hmm. uh, which is to seize or grab mm. kind of like copper feel you know oh, like, yeah, yeah. so because you're you're grabbing people so you're a copper while they're you're a person grabs yeah
2: know? okay. so
1: that could be it. Um, we also have a Barney. You ever heard that?
2: Yeah, I've heard a Barney. That's an English term, mm-hmm. right? Okay.
1: That comes from the Andy Griffith, Griffith show because there was a guy named Barney Fife. He's like a dopey uh, cop guy.
2: Yeah, yeah, a big doofus. Yeah,
1: big doofus. So, so that's where a Barney comes from. Then there's uh, the word "Dick" for detective, uh-huh. right? Private Which I, Dick. Yeah, Private Dick. So, uh, some people think it's just the shortening of the word detective, like mm-hmm. just a dick and whatever. But there is some theory that it is in a criminal underworld, underworld slang, which means to dick, which means to watch somebody. Oh. And that, the dick, comes from a gypsy word, dick d-i-k which means to look and to see because like you're like always watching
2: man that is so, a that's a deep little etymological you know, think about, re- like, ref there
1: private dick private eye like you're yeah, always watching yeah. like i thought that was kind of good yeah it's crazy how about five oh where do you think five oh comes from
2: the five oh like it, it's the five oh yeah I, I can't imagine like I, the the doesn't doesn't each like um Police, what's it called? A police uh... station, <laughs> union? No, but like there's different um, precincts. Yes, precincts. Like a police precinct. Oh
1: yeah, that's a good guess.
2: Maybe I was thinking like the five O was like a specific police precinct. Like I could see that in New York or something. Yeah. But that's probably not it. Is it?
1: Well, it actually be- it comes from Hawaii Five O,
2: which oh, is a cop right. show. Yeah, but what does the five O mean exactly. in Hawaii Five O?
1: In Hawaii Five O, the title the fifth the Five O stands for Hawaii was the fiftieth state. Oh. In Isn't that I, like Whoa, I always I, wondered about that? That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's where that comes from yeah. the Five O thing. Yeah. Okay. Um. There's the fuzz, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, some people think it's about these like fuzzy hats that were worn by some police officers, or the short and fuzzy haircuts that new officers get at mm. graduation. Okay. That one's that one's unsure. This one I thought was important. A gumshoe, another detective one.
2: Yeah, but I also what feel like you've told gum me gumshoe before. Well,
1: I I always had a theory about what gumshoe meant. Yeah. But I was def- I was wrong.
2: Um I don't know. What what is it? So what
1: I always thought it was yeah. was that, you know, you're you're as a like a you're detective, walking the block you're walking stuff, a lot, right? so you can step in gum. Yeah. Like all the time cuz you're like walking yeah. so much. But actually what it comes from is in the nineteenth century they used gum rubber that was used to make soft soled shoes that were really good. They were made that you were quiet and you could like oh. sneak around. So and because a detective was always sneaking Makes around way being more quiet. Sense. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, gum rubber You can sneak up on criminals easier. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, we have a you know, pig, but that's just kinda like something that they like there's no real yeah. Thing like that. It's
2: just a rude thing to say. It's a
1: rude thing to say to anyone. But then it's stuck for the police officers like with uh, like in the 60s and 70s with all like the uh, protest stuff. Sure. You know, then I like this one. Smokey. Have you ever heard anyone call, uh, call a cop Smokey? I, that's not super familiar. Today. I only heard it in Super Troopers. It's like, we got local Smokey on our
2: tail. Oh, And right. I just thought that they were just <laughs> being funny. Yeah.
1: But um, Smokey uh, is something that comes from, uh, well, Smokey and the Bandit. Which I'd never seen. Yeah, and it's it's has something to do with the hats,
2: well, like Smokey the Bear,
1: that were worn by state troopers that remind them of Smokey the Bear. I got you. So that's where Smokey comes from. That's a deep. That's, yeah.
2: Yeah. That's, wow. Okay. Cool.
1: Yeah. So that's pretty much it.
2: That's great.
1: Yeah. Well, that is the way the cookie crumbles, people.
2: All right. Also, that guy you were thinking of is DB Cooper.
0: Dude, that's it.
2: All right, we'll be right back after this quick break. Go tell your friends and family all about the Gangbusters. Idiom. If you're just joining us, I said joining weird because I was gonna say tuning in. Welcome back. To
1: don't be an idiom where the water's always free.
2: Water's free here, and don't be an idiom diner. All right. So listen, Al. If you do a shitty part in this second half <laughs> of the podcast, you I'm mean gonna like another shitty part. Yeah, I'm gonna eighty-six you from the whole thing.
1: Oh no way. Yes, you going for the eighty-six? I know that one. What's eighty-six mean? Cancel it, right? Yeah. Eighty-six, the cheeseburger. Water's free.
2: To reject, to discard, to get rid of someone or something, um, to bar entry, even to kill. There's a lot of like different definitions for that. Wow. But so this is this is a pretty American one. So if you if you're listening over there in the UK, um, I don't know if you would have heard this, but like. To 86 someone, like, hey, I just got 86 from this bar or right. something like that. Yeah. Or someone can get like 86 from their job. Right.
1: Or, uh, you know, it's kind of like people get like, you could use it now like for like cancel culture, you know, like they got 86 yeah. from the media.
2: Yeah, this is the the era of being 86. Yeah. actually,
1: it's <laughs> is a big time to use it. You could use it right now.
2: There you go. All right. So, Alra, why don't you guess the origin story of um to, to 86 someone?
1: All right. So, 286 someone, one second to think. Okay, okay, all right, 286 someone. Do you remember when, I don't know if it's like this anymore, but do you remember when people used to be like, how come there's eight hot dogs in the package, but there's only six buns in the the roll vault? That's still a thing. Is that still a
2: thing? Dude, in like, I think the New York Times a few weeks ago, there was an article about how because so many people have complained, you know, in like the social media world that the the bread companies are actually going to like make it so it's even...
1: Okay. All right. Well, so that's crazy. Uh so and we like hot dogs a lot here. We do, on don't mean yeah. we have, we've been talking about it a lot. We've been eating them together a lot. I bought some more lots of hot dogs. stuff. All right. So, in my guess for what 86 means, there was a fabulous backyard mm. tiki party
0: mm. in
1: Greenville,
0: mm.
2: Alabama. Okay. And it is like it's a like tiki a tiki party in Alabama. Okay, go on. It is. It's it's like a Pleasantville. Imagine gotcha. this. It's gotcha. like it's like fucking Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. Right. Yes. yes. Everything's
1: just so. Bobby McDoyle mm-hmm. was kind of annoying. Yeah. He he drank too much. Okay. Now everyone was drinking a lot back then in the fifties.
2: Okay. But, um, 1950s, (laughs) Greenville, Alabama. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. And, um, but even though everyone was drinking all the time, uh, he, he, uh, his hair would get all messed up when he was drunk and angry. So Mm -hmm. he looked, so everyone was like, man, get it together, you know? Yeah. So that's why he got singled out. Okay. Even though everyone was kind of an asshole.
2: Mr. O'Doyle.
1: So when it came, so at the, the annual, um, the Alvins, the family of the Alvins have a, a the big tiki party every mm-hmm. year, right? Mm-hmm. At the big party, uh, they were like, all right, everybody, it's time to serve the hot dogs, right? Mm-hmm. And they went around with the hot dog buns, and they're like, get your buns ready. And uh, then they, they uh, handed them all out, but Bobby McDoyle didn't get any buns. And they're like... Oh, sorry, Bobby. We must have ran out of buns. But, you know, you can still just eat the hot dogs. Like, you know, like we still have the cooked hot dogs. Uh-huh. That's okay, And then he's just like, I don't want them like that. And then he left. <laughs> and then everyone's like, no, Bobby, no, no, no. And then he walks away. And then, yeah, you know, they're like, ah. And they all look at each other and they're like, ha, ha, ha. we gave him the old 86
2: eight and and six yeah because he
1: because it's like we're not saying we don't have enough food for you but it's like not enough buns for you which means
2: we like you the least also by this logic isn't there a bun missing for someone else too
1: (laughs) no everyone got two i'll
2: have to do that math later but um so there's only
1: there's only four people at the party including the host okay So, you know.
2: All right. Or
1: there's like four times the perfect amount and everybody but the host. But Bobby doesn't get buns, is what and I'm saying. And <laughs> he was 86. Because he was 86. All right. And you could blame the whole bun and hot dog thing.
2: Bun. B- <laughs> bun? <laughs> and hot dog thing on, on this. Mo- yeah. Microphone.
1: you could be like, I'm sorry. What do you want me to buy? A whole nother pack of buns?
2: Good. All right. Good. That's a good I guess. I don't like
1: you that much, Bobby
2: <laughs> McDoyle just eat this hot dog by itself yeah. dude I tell you what if you got invited to a barbecue and everyone had a hot dog with a bun and then you didn't that would suck you yeah. would feel like the biggest loser
1: absolutely
2: Like, and you're just holding a, a, a loose yeah. we're also hot, out of
1: plates Bobby
2: <laughs> no plates
1: how about a napkin nope
2: <laughs> alright so that guess was in, incorrect <laughs> Um, so that was Albert's guess, and that was way off, way off. But I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what some possibilities are. Okay. All right. So um, by the way, this 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 idiom came to me because I kept seeing it um, during a, a recent news cycle that was re- partially revolving around Obama's 60th birthday. Did you hear about that? Did his 60th birthday get 86th? No, well, he he was throwing a big bash and then because the Delta variant was kind of becoming a bigger Uh-oh. like story in the news, yeah. I think he felt like he had to cut the guest list down. Yeah. And so a bunch like a huge load of people got disinvited from the Obama 60th birthday party. Wow. And there's like, you know, like he's, you know, he's he's looking like a you know, like a lot of the celebrities came, but not a lot of the people that helped him get elected, you know what yeah, I mean? Right. So it's kind of like, he's, he's sort of like turning into this, you know, like, ah, I'm a rich celebrity, and I hang out yeah. with Bruce Springsteen, and oh, I'm you know. Kind of a
1: celebrity.
2: <laughs> he started talking like Elvis. <laughs> anyway, um, one of the people that was disinvited was Larry David of Curb Your Enthusiasm.
1: Oh boy.
2: And I just want to read this quote. This is That's the, funny. This is from the Times. He said, I was pretty glum when I finally called back his assistant. David said in an email when he told me I was 86 from the party I was so relieved I screamed thank you thank you he must have thought I was insane then I hung up the phone poured myself a drink and finished my crossword puzzle so that's Larry <laughs> David on being disinvited from the Obama's party Dude. he was like you can just he's like oh thank God I don't have to be there that
1: is so funny he is the best he's, he should make an episode about that he is
2: the best so anyway I just felt like I, I was like I have no idea where 86 come from so um that's what i'm going to talk to you guys about so this is unfortunately an obscure origin there's no definitive there's only a probable so there are uh, dude so many hats are in this ring that's an idiom isn't it oh yeah you throw your hat in the ring that is a good one so there are so many possible origins so i'm gonna i'm gonna like I'm gonna bounce a few off of you, but mm-hmm. then the two, the, my two last ones, are gonna be like the most probable, mm-hmm. and then uh, you can decide for yourself, guys, and Albert, right in front of me.
1: Well, and I would also like to put a disclaimer in here. 86 is something that I like to, I like that as an idiom, and I have tried to look up some some stuff about. 86, oh, you have, but I have not been brave enough to go for it in the way that Ryan has. So. <laughs>
2: i they, Not like some, enough. you
1: know, for me, sometimes it's like when they're like, no definitive answer, I'm just like, pass.
2: Oh, I see. So, so, as soon as you saw that, you, you decided so to leave it's, it.
1: It's, it's hard for me. So, like, I this is why it's good to have Ryan on board because he's going to do extra work <laughs> to, to tie this together nicely. So, you're lucky to have him. <laughs> okay. And so am I. I'm, ta- I'm also talking to myself. So, the. <laughs> There, there,
2: Albert. So, here, here are a few possibilities. There's one that revolves around Chumley's Bar. It's a bar in New York City at 86 Bedford Street. Mm-hmm. And in, this has been around since, I think, 1922. And it just closed down permanently, I think, because of COVID. Isn't that fucking bullshit? Because I was going to say <sighs> we should get we a fancy dinner for there. An
1: it, don't it.
2: Wait, a fancy dinner at Chumley's Bar? Yeah. It's fancy? It, what's really cool and old school. It's like a awesome. speakeasy look. Awesome. Anyway when they would kick people out for being too drunk, as soon as they hit the curb and looked up, they would have seen the 86 that's above the doorway of Chumley's Bar. That's Because it's good. 86 Bedford Street. That's good. That's one. This one, it, and this is another New York City one, so I'm really feeling like it maybe did come from New York City yeah. start there. But um, the Empire State Building, I looked this up, it's true, the 86th floor is the observatory. So when they open that up to like tourists and, and visitors and stuff, yeah, that would be the last stop on the elevator to be like, get out, like um, all out,
0: eighty six, yeah, end like of the road, eighty
2: six, all right, yeah. eighty six, all out, all and, right, and pick, kick everyone out. You're going to be an eighty six from the Could elevator. I
1: ride back down? No,
2: no way.
1: No, this is my alone time. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry's alone time. Alone time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would be a sweet ride <laughs> down. Eighty six to one.
1: Yeah, like especially like you've just been with all those other people for eighty six floors, <laughs> and they're like we're tourists.
2: <laughs> and I'm imagining it with like an old elevator where you have to like actually. Oh yeah, like, it's, there's like a elevator on a pulley, and he's pulling the rope. Yeah. All right. So possibility three. I I think this is this is bullshit, but it, I've saw it several places. Um that uh you know when when uh patrons at a bar would be getting too drunk you know off yeah. of like 100 proof liquor the bartender would secretly start serving them 86 proof liquor so they would like not be so drunk
1: oh yeah that's how would it get down to the it's,
2: it's the interesting sex it's, it's interesting but like 86 proof versus 100 proof that's not gonna like help the situation it's, at all
1: it's not if he's already too drunk yeah it's too late but just also like why didn't they go for a nice straight number, like 85 or 80? 80 or- well, but,
2: but 86 proof is a, a like, that is oh. a level of alcohol in liquor bottles.
1: Ooh, okay. Whoops. <laughs> it's a so, learning so, show, everybody. It's a learning show.
2: <laughs> so, anyway, that was, um, I, I just didn't think that, how does it turn into, like, you are, we're getting rid of you? Because that's just, we're getting you less drunk. Right. You know what I mean? Alright, so possibility four. Most graves that are dug for people when they die is eight feet long, six oh, feet down. that's a good one. So like 86, you know, you're like... I like it. We're getting ready, yeah. But I did look it up, and in America, most graves only need to be four feet down. What? Yeah.
1: Did that change? I don't know. I, you but always six, hear
2: six feet you Because it sounds cool it sounds way cooler than four feet It does
1: sound cooler but jesus like i that's too short i know it's not deep enough because i always thought it was sort of like um they wanted you as deep as like you are tall or like as a like a person would be tall yeah you know like or maybe in the box or whatever like yeah kind of so four seems too short
2: i don't know we'll we'll have to call somebody about this if, if you'd be interested
0: do they, yeah
1: i don't know putting those nice coffins in the ground and then when do the worms get in like how long does that take
2: dude i'm gonna say this on the record and i want you and my brother-in-law to hear this when i die if it's tomorrow <laughs> or in 20 years i want to be buried in my bookcase just knock the shelves out right my brother-in-law built me a coffin shaped yes. bookcase so you just have to knock the, you know, the shelves out and that's just put, throw my body in there and Patrick will whip up a, a, a coffin lid. Oh, <laughs> how cool would that be? It'd be the best. <laughs> All right. So that's official now.
1: He's going to have to age it a little to look like the original paint job.
2: Well, that's going to be That's, that's gonna a be little problematic. extra work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll But leave. you only die once. <laughs> <leave. hopefully>. True. <laughs> on. I'll leave something for you in my will. Yeah. Patrick. <laughs> what a guy okay so
1: I'll help too Patrick
2: the last this is like the final possibility and then I'm going to give you the the, the probable origins that there was some New York liquor code and article 86 gave um, like people who owned a bar the right to remove someone if they were too drunk oh okay but like I couldn't I couldn't find that there was any real New York liquor code with an article 86
1: you know what's funny about that you you know how like everyone talks about 420 Mm -hmm. like when I when I
2: is it like a police code right? for that's marijuana? What I, or that's something?
1: what I was taught. Apparently, it's not. Oh. I watched this whole thing about how n- no one knows what the actual origin of the four twenty thing is. But then they interview. Then they had this guy that like swears that he he created it single handedly, like oh. in high school. Huh. But we don't need to get into all that. But, but that whole police code thing. Yeah. that's what I always thought it was, and it's not even the police code.
2: Well, th- there is a code involved here. So the, one of the most probable um, explanations for where 86 came from is that it, it, there's evidence that it was used in the 30s mm. and um, revolving around soda fountain lingo. So Ooh. it's like, like if you owned a soda fountain, the workers there all had different... Like like basically like a slang for like hey this is a strawberry ice cream instead of saying strawberry ice cream they might say like twenty one oh. like we got a twenty one and then oh you sure know, but like a whole you know like a huge I don't know like like lexicon yeah. of like soda fountain lingo and eighty six meant it's that the item is um the item on the menu is not on hand
0: ah oh, so we wow. don't have it
2: so like hey I'll take a roast beef sandwich ah right, we eighty six that. Like We don't have any more ingredients left for it, so it's yeah. not there.
1: That's interesting that they would give that its own number instead of just being like, well, we don't really have it. Yeah. We can't do that right now. But like, that's how efficient they were back then. They thought of everything. <laughs> They're like, here's every possible combination of stuff that we do have. Yeah, And then also, if we don't have it, that's an 86. And let's assign that a number <laughs> instead of just saying we don't have it. But that's great, though.
2: All right. So... Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And then in this 1942 crime story called Murder with Your Malted, like a Malted Soda, mm. a character says, "Back to the soda fountain. The tuna fish salad is 86 means there isn't any more. And if you say a guy is 86, that means he's fired or all washed up or something like that." Mm. So this character said that in 1942, so that that slang already had that meaning. Right. Um and uh so like yeah, basically just that use in the eateries became like really popular
1: yeah uh it does seem like one that reminds me of food i feel like man i know i'm gonna get this wrong i i definitely am wrong but you remember i'm, I'm having visions of uh, uh batteries not included yeah there's a part where where he's like the one's on the grill and he throws the
2: cheese <laughs> on him and stuff like yeah.
1: that <laughs> in my mind someone's uh-huh. like 86 the cheese but uh, I don't think that happened in that movie. I'm just right. thinking about like, cute little aliens. Everyone go with
2: cheese. go out and watch "Batteries Not Included" again. I don't think it's that's <laughs> correct. But um, and the the very last thing that it could just be rhyming slang for with nix, like when you nix something, 86 nix, yeah, eighty six nix Cockney stuff, right? But the but the problem is that it's an American um, slang. I don't think they use it in Britain, right? And Um, yeah. So I think that like, uh, it probably, but I, but I guess like New York, New York gangsters did have, um, rhyming slang and they probably picked up because some of them probably, you know, um, immigrated from England or whatever. So anyway, like, yeah, if you nix something, it means you kind of like veto it, nothing and 86 rhymes with nix.
1: Right. Well, I'll tell you what. So definitely you at home. You have to you have to cast your vote. What what sounds? What, what sounds do you think the makes likely. the most sense for yeah. you for the eighty six? But um, I just really like this one because even though we weren't able to get a definitive something, like th- these are all. It's like it's like almost like everybody wants to claim it. It's kind of amazing right. how like the power of the idiom or like just the power of True. doing something first. Yeah. You know? And the truth is it could be none of those things and it could be something that somebody misspoke some guy on the back of a truck <laughs> right. hanging yeah. with his buddy and it's just it like it could have come from there too. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's so amazing about the idiom stuff, you know right. we
2: just don't know sometimes. Just don't know. But either way all of the possibilities are interesting. And those are good ones. And that bar that bar uh, Chumleys they laid claim to the idiom, like this idiom comes from this bar, right? The, even if that, even if that wasn't true, they still said we That's own it. That's the
1: thing, laying claim. <laughs> it's like <laughs> even if it's fake news, you laid the claim. They laid the claim, and it's like it feels like it's more powerful. Like when you're a bar and you mm-hmm. lay the claim, it's like, It feels like it's written in wood, not paper <laughs> or something. Uh-huh. Like true. So I go, chumbly I I I agree with you, and now you're dead, so it doesn't matter.
2: Precisely. So, anyway, that's um that's all she wrote regarding that. And uh, oh, the, the countdown, countdown has begun. That means <laughs> like Mystery Science Theater three thousand. We gotta.
1: She wrote. We got a boogie. Wait, how does our all song go? What song? Our all she. That's all she wrote. What? She wrote. Oh, that's not big up. That's all she wrote.
2: <laughs> anyway. All right. Um, make sure you go to the Instagram. Yeah, check out our Instagram. Email us at don't be do an yeah. And hey, if you get. If you're chilling there on iTunes, there was a couple stars. Two, five. It helps us get discovered by celebrities like Obama and Beyonce.
1: Oh, no. Oh, until next time.
0: Don't don't be be an idiot. idiot.
1: a message from
0: god the earth you don't know what it's worth y'all a bunch of jets gonna 86 the earth you don't know what it's worth y'all earth Don't know what it's worth Y'all a bunch of jerks, gonna eighty six the earth 86 the Don't know what it's worth Y'all a bunch of jerks, gonna eighty six the earth 86 the Don't know what it's worth Y'all a bunch of jerks, gonna eighty six the earth 86 the Work. Y'all a bunch of jerks Go to 8060, 8060, don't know what it's worth Y'all love a bunch of jerks Go to 8060, 8060, you don't know what it's worth Y'all love a bunch of jerks Go to 8060, 8060, you don't know what it's worth Y'all a bunch of jerks Gonna 86 the Earth 86 the Earth You don't know what it's worth Y'all a bunch of jerks Gonna 86 the Earth